I'm glad we're together today in this space. Uh, my name is Mark Cummins, and I'm the pastor at Church of Hope. And if you're a regular attender, welcome. So glad that week after week we join together in this space. And if by chance this is your first time, I'm really glad that we're beginning our friendship today. Uh, understand that this broadcast literally goes around the world for free. See, we believe that life's at its best when people discover hope in Christ. There are people who give generously so this broadcast can be reached across every continent. If you've never given, I would invite you today to give. You can go to our webpage, hopeinocala.com, and drop down on the giving bar and give a one-time gift. Or you can give generously beyond just today. And if God's blessed you, help us as we give hope around the world. But for now, I want you to open up your heart and your mind. Let Jesus speak to you because what I believe is that when we open up our minds and let Jesus speak to us, life doesn't become perfect and all the problems don't go away, but you experience his presence in you, with you, and for you. Open up your heart. Let Jesus speak to you today. Peace. I, I, I'm grateful. My heart is really full. Um, I believe marking moments is really, really valuable. And so I'm grateful. But I, I want you to hear me really clear that all that you saw in the video and the outreach throughout our community, apart from the dream team, nothing Nothing happens apart from your investment and how you lean in and you love and you give uh, to our team, our staff that comes all week long and leads us. I mean, I, mean I, I, I love you, your financial gifts, your generosity, the way that we've been able to give millions of dollars um, all around the world and right here in Ocala, Florida. It really is a reflection of how you, we, us have chosen to leverage our lives. And today's moment, and it's good, and I'm glad that we're celebrating this moment. But my prayer is that this moment in time creates the momentum for the movement that will be for all time. Because at the end of the day, if men or women, boys and girls, moms and dads, your family members, your coworkers, don't experience the hope that's found in Jesus Christ, then we've missed it. Our life, our energy, everything that we've got. Today, we, we celebrate, but tomorrow we continue in this mission because there are men and women who will show up in your life, your neighbors and your coworkers. Maybe you're here today and you're showing up. You didn't even know it was the 15th anniversary and you're just like, is there hope for me? In my broken world and the things that I don't understand, is there hope for me? And from the very beginning in Romans chapter 15, we have had this as a prayer and it's been also as a statement. May the God of all hope, not a dab of hope, may the God of all hope, all hope give you joy and peace. That's what I want for us. That's what I want for you. I want you personally to experience joy. I want you as a family to experience peace. I want our business leaders to have joy and peace. I want human beings to have joy and peace. But here's what I know. 
It only happens when you trust in God. And when men and women discover that there's a God who's not mad at them, that he's madly in love with them, and you don't have to jump through hoops or dot some type of spiritual I and cross a religious T, that you can have hope. And then the miracle happens that he fills us with this hope, that it overflows, not just a little bit, but it overflows in us. Like I've got... I've got extra that I can share with you. I don't have to be stingy. I can be generous. I can share it. Why? Because it's the power of the Holy Spirit of God that flows through us. And if you're wondering about this hope, may the God of all hope, that's not some ethereal. I, I hope our team wins the game. I hope you win uh, the election. I, I hope your child gets into that college. No, in Titus chapter two, the Bible tells us clearly that the blessed hope has a name and the name is Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ himself wants to give us joy and give us peace to overflow in us by the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit so we can partner with people to discover in Christ we have hope. For a long time, we have said out loud, well, absolutely. But for, I've said this over time. We trust God. We love people. And back in the day, we said, invest your life. I'd like to kind of change that as we go forward. It's similar, but I think it just, I just think it's, it's more natural. Trust God, love people, live all in. Trust God, right? We trust God for our salvation. There's nobody, listen, I can't save anybody. A, a denomination can't save anybody. A political party can't save anybody. Your 401k can't save you. Jesus Christ alone, he loves you. He's here. He wants you to have the hope of the world. The Bible says, how can a person be saved? What do you mean be saved? It means that I must be lost. In other words, I can't fix me. We have a human dilemma. We've all sinned. And so the Bible says, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. I mean, that, that is the benchmark of all that we do. Jesus Christ always has to be the highest in our life. He is the center and he is the point. He is the purpose and he is the passion of everything that, that we are. And if you're here today or you're online and you've not yet discovered that kind of hope, you can choose Jesus like right now on an anniversary Sunday. You don't even have to bow your head. You don't even have to close your eyes. Right now in your heart, you could say, Jesus, save me. Because the Bible says, how do you be saved? Believe in the name of Jesus Christ. I believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. I believe that he came to the earth. He was tempted in every way you and I have been tempted. Difference, he stayed satisfied in the Father and never sinned. Humanity hated him so much, they crucified him on a cross. He was buried in a tomb and three days later became alive again. And he wants all of us to be a part of God's family. And so if you're here right now, you can just say, hey, God, save me. I believe, Jesus, that you are God's son. And if you're having that conversation in your brain right now with God, online you're having that conversation, let me be the very first person in the world to say, welcome to God's family. Welcome home. The hope that you've been looking for, it's found. And we can partner with you. You can text the word today to the number that's on the screen. There's cards at your chairs. Stop by Hope Connections. I want you to continue to experience that your hope is found in Jesus. But here's also what I know. Many of us in this room have made that decision. Many of you would say, Mark, I'm a Christian. I've, I've trusted God to save me from my sins. 
But here's what I found was a deficit when hope started. There are a lot of Christians who would say with their lips they trust God for their salvation, but it's real challenging to trust God in every situation. The hardest thing you will ever do as a human being, the deepest thing that you will ever do as a human being is to trust God in every situation. When it doesn't make any sense to you at all, when you want to pull up and gain control of it, God calls us to do just the opposite, to trust in God with all of our heart and not lean on our own understanding. This church, this local New Testament ecclesia, this local church exists because there was a season where people didn't want to trust in God. They wanted to take things back in their control. And I suggest to you, when you try to control things, it's the worst of times in your life. When you trust God, it's the best of time. As we go forward, particularly as we step into 24, more than ever, we've got to step back into spiritual formation. Just coming on a Sunday and listening and singing some songs and hearing a guy or a lady uh, teach and preach the Bible and then going on our way, that's good. It's a spark plug. It's a beginning. But we got to do some work with the engine. We've got to get to a point where we are becoming spiritually mature. We're growing. We're leaning into God's Word. It, we know what it means to pray. We are the spiritual leaders in our home. We are the spiritual leaders on the ball field. We are the spiritual leaders in our businesses that literally we walk and we live and we make the world better and brighter along the way because we trust God. And listen, when you trust God, then you can be the hope guy. You can lift your hands up in the air and say, hey, it's good. Why? Because we win with God. We don't live for victory. We live from victory. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So we're going to trust God. And second, we're going to keep loving people. I mean, Jesus said to the disciples, yo, disciples, I'm going to give you a new commandment today. It's like to those of us who are coaches. The coach says, hey, we're going to put a new game plan in. This is a little bit different. You're not used to this, but we're going to, we're going to run a different kind of play. Okay, coach, what's the different kind of play? Here's how the world will know that you're my disciples. We're going to go to church more often. We're going to behave better. We're not going to drink that. We're not going to smoke that. We're not going to sleep with her, him. We're going to behave in a certain way, and that's how the world will know that you're my disciples. What does the Bible say? It says, the world will know that you're my disciples, not by how many times you go to church, not by how you dress, but how you love one another. And it's not a test to love people who look just like you. It's not a test to love people who act just like you who vote just like you. Love is when we choose to love people who don't look like us, who don't act like us, who don't believe like us. We lean in love. And you ask the question, well, why? Because it's the story of God. God created every man and every woman. I know it's challenging. You might think of somebody in your mind right now and you're like, I'm not sure he created them. They're an alien. But God did. And so we love you. Here's the good news. God didn't say you have to like everybody. So it's okay. You don't have to like everybody. You don't have to invite everybody to your Christmas celebration. 
But God has called us to love every person. Why? Because God so loved the world, he sent his son, the Lord Jesus. And God's love is patient, and he is not slack concerning his promises. He is holding on. He, he wants every man and every woman to discover the hope that you and I have in Jesus Christ. First John 4 and 7. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. We've got to reverse this trend. A lot of people in our culture think so-called Christians are just mad at the world. We're just angry. We're just upset. We got our undies in a bunch. There you go, Kevin. <laughs> it's time to get the human wedgie out and begin to understand that God loves all people. I'm not going to give you a visual of what getting a wedgie out looks like. <laughs> you keep that in your own imagination. But we've got to love People. Why? Because it's the way that people see that we are his followers. I would suggest to you this, that in this city of Ocala, in this county, your influence that you saw in a 20-minute video is because you're loving people all week long. I'll suggest this. You, Church of Hope, you, you are bigger Monday through Saturday than you are on Sunday. You have flipped the scoreboard. We measure what's happening Monday through Saturday. We come back into the proverbial huddle on Sunday. We encourage each other. We get the next play from the head coach, whose name is God. We use his playbook, the word of God. And then we go back to the line of scrimmage this afternoon, Sunday, and Monday, and Tuesday, and Wednesday. And we run the plays of life so that men and women, boys and girls, moms and dads, will discover in Christ we have hope. And then I would just say this in closing is it's all about being all in. It's all in. And, and, and we get this, right? In our natural lives, we're all in. As mom and dad, are you all in? Of course you are. In your career, are you all in? In being a coach, are you all in? In being a business leader, are you all in? In being a financial expert, are you all in? I mean, whatever the career you are, in being a politician, are you all in? I mean, you're all in. We get it. There was a time when Jesus asked the disciples, he said, hey, hey guys, are you sure you're all in? Because all these other people, they like me, Jesus, when I'm healing people. They like it when I'm getting fish sandwiches for everybody because no one has any food. They like it when I'm doing what they want, but now that I'm not doing what they want, they've all left me. And then Jesus says, are you leaving me too? And notice what the Bible says. Peter responds, Lord... To whom would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. We believe and we know you are the Holy One of God. I, I ain't got no plan B. There is no plan C. Like, it's just Jesus. There's not even plan A. It's just Jesus. How do you come to that conclusion, Mark? Well, listen, God, the Father, he's all in. He bankrupts heaven and he sends his one and only son to the earth in the form of a human so he can go through all of the pressure that we've gone through. Jesus, he's all in. Hello, he's on the cross. And he gives his life so that we could have eternal life. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit is all in. He stays behind to fill you, to live in us, to guide us, to direct us, and to comfort us in all these things. How could we... As followers of Jesus Christ, choose not 
to be all in. We're hardwired to be all in. It's who we are. It's how we live our lives. It's time as Christ followers that we lean all in and we trust God. We trust God that we've got to get our friends and our family members and our coworkers and community members who don't know Jesus, we've got to build a bridge of hope so they'll cross over and they'll discover hope in Christ. It's time as Christ followers that we trust that God is in control of every situation. When you don't understand it, when you'd prefer something different, you trust him because he's God. I don't have to control it. I don't have to fix it. I don't have to skew it. I can trust him because he's God and he's got this. And then we're going to love people. I mean, I don't care where they've been, what they've done, what they've smoked. We're going to just love people. When you love people, it doesn't mean that you just put a, it's okay, live however you want. You love in such a way that they begin to say, wait a second, what's different about that person? Wait, 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 wait. What have they tasted? What have they seen that I haven't tasted and seen? And then we can point them to a real person and his name is Jesus Christ. And we're gonna be all in because I know this. Hey, I, I know this. I'm living it every single day. The hope of Jesus Christ is what Mark David Cummins needs. The hope of Jesus Christ is what we need. The hope of Jesus Christ is what the world needs because everything else is temporary. It's only the hope of Jesus Christ that brings the joy that we want in this life. Thank you. Being together in this space today is really good. If you've never begun a relationship with Jesus, I'd like to invite you today to start following Jesus. It's not about your behavior. It's not about your church attendance. It's about the reality that Jesus is for you. God's not mad at you. He's madly in love with you. Would you right now pray this prayer with me? Hey God, it's me. I've sinned and I know it and I can't fix me. But today I receive you, Jesus, as my savior. I believe that you died on that cross for me and that you were buried for three days and then you became alive again. And I invite you into my life to guide me and direct me all the rest of the days of my life. And with that prayer, my friend, welcome to God's family. I'd like to continue our friendship. If you would email me, pastor at hopeinocala.com. I'll follow up with you and together we'll celebrate Jesus in your life. Peace.